Hello and good day to anyone who's out there listening. My name is Sarah and today marks the first episode of this podcast, which I'm calling The Reveal. I've been thinking of different ways to connect with people and talk about spiritual and eye-opening topics, and starting a podcast seemed very appealing to me. So, here we go. We're about to try it out. (laughs) Today marks a very sensitive day in American history, 9-11. As much as I'm tempted to talk about this topic, I'd like to refrain since it's such a delicate issue. However, I may tackle it another time. For people out there affected by this day, my thoughts are with you and I hope that you find peace and comfort. So instead, I'm going to go off the script and just freely talk about the expectations put on us by society and how that can affect us. Now, I'll just give you a little background about myself and where I am in life right now. So. Uh, I graduated college this past April, and I have two degrees in political science and Asian studies. Over the summer, I thought I had a plan for my life, and it wasn't really going as planned, and I started to fall into a bit of a depression for most of the summer, actually. I was not really doing anything. I was just sitting around, you know, wishing... I was somewhere else and doing something else and it was a really really difficult time for me because I was trying to figure out what my purpose in life was where I fit in in this world and I honestly couldn't exactly figure it out I knew that I wanted to help people I knew that I wanted to reach out to people and help them with issues in their lives I wanted to bring them to a spiritual place. I wanted to open up people's eyes to the things that are happening in the world that they might not know about. But I didn't really know how to go about doing that. And to be honest, I still don't exactly know how to do that. This podcast is one of the ways I thought maybe I could do that. But anyway, fast forward to about August, I was under a lot of pressure to get a job because I had been jobless for three months and that's a pretty long time especially when you're a college graduate and um, people expect a lot out of you and I had no money so I had to kind of figure out what I was going to do and so I got a job at the local inn as a banquet server which is a job that I had already done before um, when I was still living at home with my parents, and I thought it would be okay. I thought it wouldn't be a big deal, but turns out I'm about three weeks in, and I'm not loving it so much. I'm a little disappointed that this is where my life is, and I feel not very content. Discontent is the word I was looking for, yes, and I'm still searching for my purpose. I'm still searching for what my life is supposed to be like. And I know that this is a silly question to ask. And I know it's probably not something that I should worry too much about. And I should just enjoy being in the moment, living my life how it is now. But it's honestly very difficult for me to do that. And so I just want to talk about some of the things that I've encountered during this whole experience and 
how I've dealt with it. So I'm just going to put this out there that, you know, over the summer when I was under a lot of pressure from my family and people in my life to get a job and to figure out what I was going to do, what my life was going to look like, all I could really think about was wanting to reach out to people and make a difference in people's lives and share my experiences with people to help them. And I wanted to do that through an online platform. So I started a blog. I um, started posting on Instagram more. I, you know, made some YouTube videos. And I was honestly really enjoying doing that. However, Obviously, I wasn't making any money. Um, I didn't really have very many followers. I still don't. (laughs) So I was just getting frustrated because I knew that being online and reaching out to people through an online platform was something that I've always really, really wanted to do. I mean, ever since I was in high school, I wanted to you know, be on YouTube, I wanted to connect with people through the internet, and I had so many internet friends, and, you know, that dream kind of faded when, you know, people told me to be realistic, you know, you can't just do whatever you want, you have, there's expectations for you, and you have to meet those, and that's always really bothered me, it's always been something that has been on my mind, and, You know, there are so many expectations put on us by society, and it's not just the ones that say, you know, go get a job, and it can't just be any job, it has to be a practical job, you know? It's also the ones that say, go get married, go have kids, live this white picket fence lifestyle, this is how your life should be, this is what you should want, you should want to get married and only be with one person for the rest of your life. And if you don't, then, well, you're messed up. (laughs) And you should want to have kids. Why wouldn't you want to have kids? You know, you're a woman. (laughs) And just things like that. And I've always thought that there was something more. I always thought that there has to be something more to life than just getting a job, getting married, and having kids. But when I found a spiritual path, when I found spirituality, which is not religion, I will say that now, it's I'm not a religious person, I don't follow one specific religion, but when I found spirituality, I realized that all of those expectations were pointless and it was completely dumb for me to even worry about them or follow them if I didn't want to because this life is meant to be lived and it's not meant to be lived by anyone else's rules or expectations except your own. Life is to be enjoyed and, you know, that's something that I'm still really struggling with now with my how my life is currently because I do feel like life is to be enjoyed. And I do feel like I should love my life and be happy every single day just because I'm alive. But there are a lot of things that are still holding me back from that. 
and I'm trying to work on those things. I'm trying to be grateful for what I have and just move forward. But what I was saying is that you don't have to be anyone except yourself. All of these expectations, all these expectations to get good grades when you're in school, to only care about, you know, studying or whatever it is, and to go to college, get a specific desk job, you know, where you're working a nine to five and meet someone nice and get married and the rest is history. Those expectations are completely made up. There's nothing that's forcing you to do those things. I mean, there might be pressure from people, but when you really think about it, why are these expectations even in place? What are they doing to really help us? And what is our society doing to really help us? What are all these rules in place for? Because it doesn't feel like they're in place for us. It truly, to me, feels like they're in place to serve someone else, (laughs) to serve the people behind the scenes who are quietly running everything and profiting from our suffering. I mean, really, that's the truth. There's a reason that certain people are labeled crazy. And honestly, sometimes I am definitely labeled crazy. I am... You know, I believe things that a lot of people would think are are nuts. And I think that our society is essentially bullshit. I mean, that's the only way for me to say it, is that all the things we think we know are false. And they're not the truth. We're searching for the truth in the wrong places. We're searching for the truth in our governments, in our cultures, and that's not where it lies, and you're never going to find it there, and you're never going to be happy if that's where you're searching for it, and that's really what I've learned, and that has honestly helped me a lot for just getting over how my life is, (laughs) you know, like realizing, one, that this is temporary, That wherever I am in life right now is temporary. It's not going to be like this forever. And two, it doesn't matter because it's not where I should be sourcing my happiness from. My happiness should not come from external things. And sometimes it does, of course. Of course, you know, you're happy if you're in a job where you're making a difference and you actually enjoy what you're doing. But true, true happiness only comes from within. And I I 100% believe that's the truth. And you know what I'm talking about. If you have ever had a spiritual, mystical experience before, um, if you've, you know, taken psychedelics, if you've meditated for a very, very long time, Um, or just, you know, you could have these experiences without doing any work at all. I mean, you know that everything is fake and that the truth lies within. The truth is 
within. And I can't even exactly tell you what the truth is. This is something that I think you have to feel and you have to learn for yourself. But to me, the best way I can describe it is just the fact that we are all united. We are all one. Literally, I know so many people have probably heard this before and they think, oh, you know, hippie bullshit, right? But this is true. And I believe this, you know, with my whole being, that this is true, that we are all one. We are all connected. If you step back one person at a time, you can see this. There is something in all of us that unites us. Whether you want to call that God, the spirit, you know, whatever universe, energy, I don't know what you want to call it. I change what I call it all the time. But this mysterious energy, this soul within us, that is the truth. And that is what we should follow. Not these expectations put on us by society telling us what we should wear, you know, how we should look, what gender we should be. Ignore that crap. Because it doesn't matter. And what people think of you does not matter. That is their own business. And if they want to think bad about you, then let them. That is only affecting themselves. That has nothing to do with you. You keep living your life authentically in a way where you feel comfortable and you are genuinely happy, then live that way. Don't, don't let other people dictate your life because I'm going to tell you, I did that for so, so long. And in a lot of ways, I still am doing it. And it, it, it's something that you have to just evolve out of, kind of. You have to be able to change your thoughts to get out of that mindset of letting other people dictate your life. And when I was living at home and I was, you know, around my family a lot, I really let them dictate my life. I let them guilt me into doing things and being someone that I didn't feel comfortable being. And it's, it's true. And they're my family and I love them unconditionally. But you are the only one that knows best. And people will say that they know best your whole life. They will say you know, that they know best. They'll say, I know this because I went through this. Or I know this because I know you. But do they really know? Do they really know you? Are you putting out there who you really are? Probably not. And in that case, they probably don't really know you. And in that case, they probably don't really know best. And even if they do really know you, they don't know best Because they are coming from a point of view that is not your own. They are not coming from your soul. They're coming from their soul. And so my advice to you is listen to yourself. 
And I'm not saying listen to your impulses and your your egoic mind that's you know tells you when you want pizza. I'm telling to listen to your soul. Your soul is your intuition. Your soul is your gut feeling. Your soul is what's behind all of your thoughts, all of your insecurities, all of your worries, your anxieties, your stresses, the depression. It's behind all of that. And you know it's not easy to listen to because it's not very easy to find. When we've grown up in a society that is completely egocentric. The ego is central in this society. You're somebody. You know, listen to Ram Dass. He talks about somebodiness. When you're born, you don't know who you are and you don't care. You don't you can't distinguish yourself from the outside world because you know that there's no separation. And then as soon as you know, as soon as you're old enough to learn, your parents start telling you who you are. You're a girl, you wear dresses. You're a boy, you play sports. You know, you don't do this. You do do this. These are the expectations for your life. This is the model that you're going to live by. And you start thinking, oh, I'm somebody. I have a name. People expect things out of me. People expect me to be a certain way and do certain things. I'm somebody. As soon as that happens, you're centered in your ego. And I'm not saying your ego is a completely bad thing. Your ego is there to help you with certain aspects of life, of course, but it's not meant to be you. It's not meant to be who you are. It's meant to be a tool for you to use, of course, but it's not, it's not meant to rule your life. And it's expected that it is. I mean, that is one of the expectations of society is that you are somebody and that this is who you are and we can label you as something. We can put all of these expectations on you and labels on you so we can exactly identify who you are. So we know you're gay, straight, bi, girl, boy, you're a teacher, you're smart, you're dumb, you're interesting, you're boring, you, you know, all these things they want to place on you. They want to label every single aspect of who you are. But the truth is, there's no label for who you are. You are completely unique. There's not even a word for who you are. You are something unexplainable. You are something amazing and beautiful and just magical in every single way. And they want to take that away from you. And I'm saying they <laughs> like it's a specific group of people, but I, I just mean, you know, society, the powers that be. And I mean, 
there are people in this world riding on you living in your ego. There are people in this world who benefit from you not really knowing who you truly are. There are people in this world and you don't even know their names. And they're controlling your thoughts. They're controlling everything that you think you know. And I mean, obviously not everything. I think that's a little extreme, but to some extent, it's true. And you, you, can, you can know this so easily. This information is so accessible, but it's so taboo, right? It's so taboo to know the truth and to preach the truth. The truth is that everything is a lie. I mean, I know this sounds crazy, but sit down. Do yourself a favor. Sit down. Watch Zeitgeist, the movie. Watch, you know, Unacknowledged. Watch any of these documentaries that clearly show you the truth is that there is no truth in this society, in this world that is broadcasted to you. Everything is controlled. And it's controlled to keep you down. To keep us down. To keep us from realizing how much power we have. Because as soon as we realize that, all those people... Gaining from our suffering, gaining from the suffering of people all around the world, they don't have any power anymore. And what are they going to do? You know? And it's just crazy to me that all of this information is out there for us, but so little people know about it. And honestly, the reason is, Because you're called a crazy person. Like I said earlier, it's taboo. You're called a crazy person if you preach these things. If you expose society for what it is, you're called a psycho. And I'm sure some people might even listen to this, if anyone's going to listen at all, and think, this girl's crazy. She doesn't know what she's talking about. She's not living in this world. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. But do you want to live in this world? Do you want to live in this world where so Few have so much and so many have so little while there are resources for every single person on earth to be alive and have what they need, yet they don't. And I think, you know, the, the society has us thinking that there's not enough for everyone, but there's so much for everyone. There's so much for everyone. But it's not enough for those who are currently in power to have what they have. And for us all to also still have what we need. They have too much. You know, there's a quote that I just saw and it says, We have everything for everyone's needs, but not enough for everyone's greed. And that is 100% true. The reason we are in the predicament that we are in is greed. And you know, I don't want to get too far into this because to be honest, I think I've gotten quite off the topic of expectations. 
but it is something that I, I will definitely be talking about in the future, but I want to get back to the expectations because I think I, I went on a little bit of a tangent there. This is what happens when I uh, don't have what I'm going to say written down. But all I'm trying to say in the end is that these expectations that you think mean so much, that you think have to govern your life, are nothing. They're nothing but tools used to keep you down. It's true. It's 100% true. These expectations are used to make sure that everyone's in a straight line. Everyone's doing what we want them to be doing. Everyone is in their place. And if a couple people step out of line, it's okay. Because for the most part, everyone's in their place. And those couple people will just look like crazies to everyone else. Those couple people who know, who know who they are. Who know that they're not the labels that you place on them. And they know their true power. That doesn't matter. Because the majority of people don't know. I mean, it does matter. Every single person matters. And every single person who awakens matters. But to really accomplish things, to really make a very big change in this world we have to be together we have to work together we have to be unified and if that's not happening then there's only so much one person can do I mean I don't know if that's true exactly I do think that there's a lot that one person can do however it rides on them being able to work with other people. Do you see where I'm going with this? Anyway. <laughs> Again. A little off topic. Anyway. What I'm saying is. Your goals in life. Don't have to be what people tell you they should be. Your goals in life. Do not have to be. What people tell you they should be. Isn't that liberating though? To know that you really, truly are greater than this. Than this whole thing. Than everything that you think you know you are greater than. You are more than. There is something in us that is infinite, that is beyond imagination, that is the essence of life itself. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that the part of you that you want to live through? Because that's the part of me that I want to live through. That's the part of me that I want to connect with. 
I don't want to be connected with the things that other people tell me I am. You know, people say to me that I'm a hippie. They say I'm delusional. (laughs) You know, they say I'm this. They say I'm that. And I'm not saying that everything they say I am is bad because honestly I think being a hippie is pretty awesome, personally. But I don't want that to be who I identify with. I don't want to be just the hippie. I don't want to be just the crazy lady screaming down the street. I could be that to someone else. I don't care who I am to someone else. But to myself, I want to be something more than that. I want to be something more than what people tell me I am. And so should you because you are more. If you think that you're only what people tell you you are, then yeah, you're going to be depressed. Because I was for a very long time. Because that's all I knew about myself was what other people told me I was. Someone would say something about me and I'd be like, yeah, that's what I am. And I'd start identifying with it. And I was happy to. Because I wanted something so desperately to identify with. And their expectations made it so much easier. Because they already saw me that way. So it was easy to see myself that way. And it was detrimental to my mental health. It really, really was hard on me. Because any time I was going through something hard, something difficult, I couldn't handle it. I didn't have the tools to handle the hard things in life. Because I was so busy identifying and listening to what everyone else was saying about me. You know, when I went through my first breakup, I was so obsessed with being heartbroken. I was so obsessed with what the person that broke up with me thought about me. And I was so depressed. There were so many times that I thought, wow, I could just end this right now. I could just drive off the road, drive off the bridge. And obviously I wasn't going to do it. I knew, I mean, I wasn't suicidal to the point where I tried to do anything or that I seriously, seriously considered it. But I thought about it a lot. I thought about the possibility a lot. Because I didn't know how to go to that place that wasn't what everyone thought, that wasn't what people told me I was. I wasn't able to go to the place where none of that stuff mattered. I wasn't able to go to the place where my soul lived. And where I knew everything was okay. I wasn't able to go there. Sometimes it's still hard to go there. It does take practice. It does 
take work to get there because we have been conditioned for so long to be in this space of the ego, of expectations. We are so conditioned to live in that space. And it's hard to change a mind that's been molded already. It's very difficult. That's why, you know, I'll say that this path isn't easy. Living a spiritual life isn't easy. It's not all happy smiles, love, peace, joy, you know. (laughs) Even though it does seem like that sometimes. Those are the goals that we're aspiring to. We're aspiring to, you know, be in peace, to be, find true happiness, you know, to love everyone, love your neighbor, and love yourself. That's what we're aspiring to, but that doesn't mean that it's easy or that we've gotten there. I've had some of the hardest moments in my life happen on this path. But it's only because of my spirituality. It's only because of my wanting to reach the truth that I was able to get through those times, that I was able to say, hey, snap out of it. What really matters? Who are you really? And, you know, it, like I said, it's just not easy. And I'm sorry, I'm just trying to think for a minute, but I just want, the message to be known that no matter what people say to you no matter what people think of you it doesn't matter you are more than that you are worthy the moment you are born you are worthy and you are loved the moment you are born you are before you were born You are worthy and loved. And after you you die, you'll be worthy and loved. Nothing you do can change that. Because for most of my life, I thought I had to get to that place. I had to get to the place of being worthy and loved. Because I thought that it was all conditional. I thought... That my worth was only determined by what I do and who I become. I didn't realize that I already had it. I didn't realize that everything I was searching for, I already had. And it's a very powerful lesson to learn. A very powerful lesson to learn. And I think... That it's a lesson that a lot of religions try to teach. You know, I grew up Catholic and that is, (laughs) I mean, to me it was a little contradictory because the lesson was you are worthy and you are loved, but you're also a sinner. (laughs) 
and you should repent for being a piece of crap. So that was a, I mean, the second part, I think they were a little off with. But the first part, they got. And, and I think maybe what the original message is, was that no matter what things you do, no matter what, you know, no matter what bad things that you might do, no matter if you break the law or, you know, do things that other people don't approve of or mess up, whatever, you are still loved, you are still worthy. Because those things don't matter. Now, I'm not saying go out and do whatever you want. I'm not saying you should go out and kill someone because it doesn't matter. (laughs) Because, you know, it, it does matter still. But it doesn't make you less worthy. It doesn't make you loved any less because your soul, who you are, is divine, is beautiful, and is love. And at the moment you start identifying with that part of you, your whole life will change. Your eyes will be open to things that you never could see before. I truly, truly, truly believe that and it has happened to me and it has happened to so many people, past, present, future. It's a glorious thing. It really, really is. The fact that you don't have to be anything or anyone because you are already worthy. You are already loved. And these expectations that tell you that you have to do certain things in order to be worthy and loved in this world are all bullshit. If you want to follow them, then that is fine. That is your life. But know that if you don't want to, you don't have to. You are the only person that matters when it comes to, to yourself. You are the only one that knows your soul, your true soul. Or you're the only one that can know it. Not everyone does know it. But even if you don't know it, even if you don't know your your true self, even if you don't know your soul, even if you aren't a very introspective person, it still stands true. You are worthy. You are loved. And no expectations in this world will change that. And no expectations in this world are mandatory for love and worthiness. And that's really, I mean, that's truly my message here today. 
is that the expectations from society are nothing. They are lies. They're nothing. And the moment we realize that, so much stress and anxiety can be lifted. We can feel so much lighter. All that negative energy about worry, worrying about being somebody, about meeting the expectations of society, all that energy put into worrying turns, turns into energy that you can be putting somewhere else into something positive and transforming your life in a positive way. So, yes, that is my message today. You're worthy, you're loved, and no expectations are, are important and that you are not bound by them. So, yes, <laughs> that's the end of my rant. I think I, I uh, ranted for a decent amount of time here, and I hope you enjoyed the message of today's podcast And hopefully I will be making another one very soon. If you liked this, give me feedback. I will talk to you again soon. Thank you for listening and I hope you have a beautiful, wonderful day.